for football. It's time for victory. We making history. We the new big thing. Ain't no mystery. Believe me when I say the big game's on. Better tune in. That new thing about to take off. Ready to face off. Look me in the eyes. I'm so gay. Ready to them all up in your mind. Ready for the battle. We preparing for the war. Give them just a taste. I swear they want more. Welcome back to the XFM podcast. How you feeling, DJ? Uh, LJ. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm feeling. I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great. Um, so down to my last week of uh, school, and um, I can see the finish line, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm ready for this break, man. I'm ready for this break. How much more time you got? Uh, just less than a week. That's nice, man. Finals coming up, I'm sure. Yes, finals, but uh, I'll be prepared for that. That's what I like to hear, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. All right, guys, man. We are back with another episode with the XFN podcast, man. We're going to jump off with uh, some latest and greatest with the quarterback selection, with the draft, notable players. We ain't going to dive too deep into the draft. We're just going to catch out with notable players that we've known and what has been reported. Um, uh, we also going to talk about our teams, our, you know, favorite teams that we following. Uh, we're going to talk about their, their quarterbacks that was selected. Um, and, um, yeah, man, we're going to give y'all a great episode, something real quick, something nice, uh, just to keep, uh, <clears throat> the page updated, keeps the fans updated and yeah, ready to rock, man. But one, one thing first, man, I just wanted to, uh, clear up something that I've noticed um, when I listened back to the podcast from last our last one for episode one. I'm just going to say this episode two because that last one was episode one of the 2023 rendition so we're going to just continue we're going to say this that was episode one this is episode two so uh, some information that I gave out uh, last episode, episode one was when we were talking about um, the Vegas Stadium, right? Where would the Vipers be playing? So rumors have it that uh, Cashman Field has been cleared out and they are working to, I'm guessing, that's the rumors, guessing that that would be where the Vipers would be playing. Um, what do you think about Cashman Field? Um, again, I, I said Cashman Field was the baseball field, right? Yep, the minor league baseball field. I think yeah. it was it the Vegas Aviators? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it what is. minor. It was a minor league baseball team, but oh no, I think the Vegas. I think Vegas Aviators used to play there, and they got a new, um, uh, a new stadium. So okay. right now, that's Cashman Field is uh, is I think it's uh home to the soccer team. It's a soccer team that plays there right now. Yes, the the Las Vegas Lights. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so your thoughts on Cashman? Uh, but also Cashman again. Uh, I'm not a fan of baseball fields being played um, by football teams. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't look good on TV. Um, and it's a minor league stadium at that. So that's my take on it. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I don't know, man. I think it's a great idea um, with them adding uh, seats around the – if you look at the pictures from the field, like two sides, like if you was to put a football field in it, that means one of the end zones would be empty and then the other one of the sides uh, will be empty. So what they're going to do is they're going to add seats to the side that's empty and they're going to add seats to the end zone part that's empty. So it's going to make it look okay. full. Um they said that it was max of like, what was it around between fifteen thousand fans? So if they put those seats in it, that was the max capacity that it held when they had a soccer game there. Um, so around fifteen thousand. So if they could add those seats, and um, if they could add maybe like between ten, eleven, twelve thousand fans, I think they might fill up though. I mean, that's just my opinion, but I don't know. But it would look good if they get it to like maybe 12,000 fans and then 13,000. It would look great uh, on TV. So a little small venue, field the stands, look good on TV, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, uh, that's Cashman Field. So I know we said on the last, well, I said on the last episode that um, UNLV, it was like the Vegas could play at UNLV Stadium, but technically, uh, UNLV was playing at um, Sam Boyd Stadium. So now since, I believe they said COVID, uh, Sam Boyd has been shut down. So um, UNLV has been playing at Reliance Stadium with a uh, Las Vegas Raiders play. So ever since it's been shut down, that's where um, Las Vegas Raiders have been playing. I mean, um, the UNLV team has been playing. Uh, just wanted to clear that up. So there's no UNLV Stadium. It used to be Sam Boyd, but you know, since the COVID shut it down, now the UNLV team, college team plays at uh, Reliant. Okay, just to clear that up. All right, so, man, how you – so let me get your thoughts on um, the draft, man. What do you think about the draft? Now, I'm going I'm to I'm – just so just so we can uh, put some ground out there, right? So what are your thoughts about the draft, uh, the presentation? I'm going to give you my thoughts as oh, well, okay. but the draft, the presentation – um, how it was brought to the fans, um, everything, man. So let me let me get your thoughts on that. It felt it felt professional, man. It, it, it felt like it's the real deal. That's what it felt like to me. I like the presentation. I like you know the whole setup. It felt like this league is going to just matter. You know, it was it was being heavily publicized especially on espn mm-hmm. i believe it was tele it was oh no it was not televised on espn though mm-hmm. but um on the aftermath of it it was a talk a talking point a segment on the show get up okay. uh, i believe it was dwayne the rock john dwayne yes it was it was dwayne the rock johnson and danny garcia both um being interviewed I believe by Greeny, uh, Mike Greenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either him or the other guy. I can't remember who. I didn't even know they was on Get Up. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, they were on Get Up. Okay, I need to go so look at that. It just felt like it matters. I would say that. I, I love the setup. I love how they had the announcements. Who was it? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Or Danny Garcia doing the, uh, you know, they the were giving selection. 
Yeah. Were they like both. announcing? It was both of them. Okay. It was both, yeah. All right. So I, I really like that, like the the GMs or you know, front office was giving them their papers of who was selected. I really like that. I really like that. It just felt professional. It felt like it matters. It felt like this is going to be the real deal. Okay. Okay. Um, so my take is um, now I thought going into the draft that they was going to televise it on ESPN or televise it on the XFL.com site, which they said they will have it on both. Right. So according to the reports were saying that uh, they was going to have it on, at the bottom of ESPN two or something like that at the ticker, Showing the players getting drafted. I didn't see that. I didn't know. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, no, I did see that. Um, I believe I follow a lot of people who make XFL analysis content on mm-hmm. social media. Uh, I believe XFL analysis, uh, Instagram page who covers um, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram page that covers XFL. I'm an XFL you, analyst? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. What did oh, I say? Good, good. Analysis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you I'm good, sorry. you're good. Go ahead. An XFL analyst who um is a Instagram page who covers the XFL and all the news of uh, the transactions that happen. He said that I remember him specifically saying that this will be live on the website. It won't be on ESPN. Right. So but, this is uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, there were other um, people who were, you know, XFL enthusiasts who have their own YouTube channels, like the Marcast, uh, XFL mm-hmm. News Hub. Mm-hmm. Um, they also did, a, what you call it? Uh, they also went live and covered the draft in that yeah. way. So there were really multiple ways you can see the draft. Uh, me personally, I did not see the draft myself. I only saw like the highlights of it when they. Uh, we're covering it on ESPN, and <clears throat> um, yeah, so it was really multiple ways you could watch it, um, or at least keep up with it. But I couldn't do it because I was in school. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool. But um, so my thoughts was that they was going to have it actually live, like you know, players um getting selected i don't think that they would had everyone like they they could have done it so they could have done it live like um the i seen clips like they had cameras in it they was recording so they had i seen clips on uh instagram and twitter of them calling the names and everything like that so i was like why didn't they record that they could have recorded that live and put it on um xfl.com so what they did have was a uh, was a draft tracker which i was like uh, okay I, I see it and it was like a lot of you know, a lot of uh, glitches and stuff in a tracker. Like, you know, they'll be like, oh, the next pick coming up. And then you next time you see it, the next pick, it's like three other people that was picked. So it was like a lot of glitches in that. Um, but I thought they was actually going to have like an actual draft live. Like, you know, The Rock and Danny come up there, call the names. Um, if they have video uh, streams of those players, show it on, you know, on XFL.com. That's what you have. Like, if y'all did that live on the um, – for the uh, what was it? The State of the Union, you know, uh, 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 a city. What was it? Hall? The City Hall, the Town Hall. I'm sorry, the Town, town Hall. If y'all did that for the Town Hall. Y'all did the Town Hall live. Why couldn't we do the draft live? You know, like call the names, uh, show it across the screen, like you know the players' name, a little bit of their college highlights. That'd have been cool. Like actually make it feel like a 
a draft draft, like just okay. a tracker to follow. Like I didn't like that. Um, I did like them uh, having that, uh, being able to interview those players that they that was chosen in the first round and, you know, uh, players that was chosen period that was big names or whatever. Like they had them on a video and they showed those clips on Instagram and Twitter right. as well. I, I like that. Gonna, that was cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what that, they did. That was cool. I mean, I like that. But when I heard that you, we was going to be able to follow the draft live, like I'm thinking, like, okay, we can watch, you know. But it was actually a tracker, which I wasn't really too fond about that. But I'm not, I'm not tripping too much about it. I think it was cool, but it could have been better. Um, maybe next year they'll probably do something a little different. Actually, have like a a draft. Um, I know they they had. The quarterback selection uh, was recorded. I seen that. You know that was pretty cool. So they could have did the same thing with the actual draft, but I guess they had all the quarterbacks there in person that was going to be selected. They flew them out and you know whatever there, you know pick selected or whatever. I mean that was cool. So reports uh, from Mike Mitchell was pretty much accurate. Like he was saying all the quarterbacks that was going to get go to their designated team, which was cool. So we already, well me, I already knew you know kind of yeah. what was going to happen with that. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, that's my my thoughts on the draft so far, um, with what, everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could jump into um, we could jump into the, the the quarterbacks that's been selected, man, and um, break down a little bit of who they are, who they play for, uh, you know, anything notable that you know about those players, and uh, yeah, anything like that, man. We could so we could definitely jump into uh. We can jump into the defenders first since that's your squad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about the defenders. <laughs> okay. So my team, uh, our quarterback for now is going to be Eric Dungy, who is right now the only quarterback on the roster. Um, he was our designated QB. So shout out to Went Eric. to Syracuse. To Syracuse. Yes. And um, the numbers that he put up at Syracuse, he was – Overall, he put up over 9,000 yards, uh, 58 touchdowns, and 30 picks, and with a rating of 133.1 QBR. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> QB, QB. So, I don't know. Uh, I and I'm saying this to a lot of about. I'm gonna be saying that about a lot of players, but I don't know really too much about Eric Dungy. I'm not really a college football nut like that but uh what i that from what defender spence are saying that is he's a dual threat quarterback okay. uh, so is um another quarterback could possibly be on the dc defenders team which i'm gonna get to in a second so um i think also reggie barlow wants to be an rpo team or rpo offense so I think this will probably fit. This is um, this will probably fit a uh, scheme. But again, um, again, I don't know really too much. Seen him play. I haven't given him the eye test and say, yeah, this guy's this guy's it or this guy's gonna be um, good. But, yeah, but um, yeah, welcome to the XFL, Eric. And um, so and another quarterback. Everybody's supposed to at least have two quarterbacks on the roster. If you look up the DC Defenders roster, only have one. But because 
we, we had originally had a quarterback that was supposed to be our number one, and that was De'Eric King. And Hold up, pause. King, oh, what's up? Pause. Wasn't Eric Dungy on the Renegades? Yes, he was. That's crazy, see? <laughs> mm-hmm. So he was on the 2020 uh, Renegades but he, squad, but he didn't he, start, though. Right. It was only um, was Landry Jones and Phillip Nelson. That was the those were the two quarterbacks that got the most playing time for Dallas. He didn't really touch the he didn't even touch the field for Dallas. So I, I again we yeah we don't know too much about him. Okay, so I'm just no, gonna look at that. I want to I don't want to just you up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, but um yeah, that's how you're gonna have to go with like majority of the players. If you don't watch college football, then all you can do is just say, hey, let's sit back and let's see what these QBs are made of. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. What so, about uh, Derek uh, King you were talking about? Right. So, yes, I was just about to get to that. Yes, Derek King. Um, the no- More notable than Eric Dungeon, I'm going to say that, um, from Miami. He, his... On the road, in, in my opinion, this is what I heard from my YouTube video. I heard that he was really finding his stride at Houston, but um, he ended up on his senior year at Houston, and then he ended up transferring to Miami the, the following year, and he did pretty solid his first year in Miami. He had 23 passing touchdowns and five interceptions. 2,686 yards uh, for Miami as well. Um, he His best year was his junior year at Houston, where he threw for 36 touchdowns and only six picks, 20, um, almost having 3,000 yards, 2,900, two, over, two, over 2,900 yards at um, Houston his junior year, which was 2018. So <clears throat> I remember watching him play one game in Miami. I thought he was pretty good. Uh, another dual threat quarterback at uh, for Reggie Barlow to use. And also another thing I want to add is that the only question – I do have questions about De'Aaron King. He wasn't the same quarterback after he re-injured his leg at Miami – in 2021 i'm yeah 2021 um his numbers plummeted real like real bad (laughs) um he only he was he threw for uh only three touchdowns and four interceptions um his final year in at miami and he's never really been talked about like ever Again, since since then, so it's going to be the same quarterback he was um, twenty eighteen and twenty and, and twenty twenty, where he's using his legs and <clears throat> just uh, being a playmaker. That's my only question um, after the injury. But yeah, those are all the um, quarterbacks for DC defenders, though. That yeah, I, I want to add. I want to add though because um, uh, Derek King, right? I ain't really know too much about him either before he um, mm-hmm. came onto the scene. 
uh, with New England. Uh, I really don't. I'm not a really big college football nut, but like you said, um, I follow some players. Actually, I follow a lot of players, but uh, it's so many. You got to think college football is a huge sport. So you got to think how many players you got to follow. Like, I mean, you got to be crazy into it to follow as many players come out of college football, you know? So, uh, but yeah, so I have seen like little highlights of him in Miami, but, uh, but like I said, one other thing I want to add though, because he was signed to my Patriots as an undrafted free agent in May. And then he was waived literally, literally was that five, six days later. So that was kind of skeptical for me. Right. And then, well, seven days later, Okay, that was skeptical for me. And then also, um, you know, they did say, okay, well, he's going to be one of the quarterbacks. Well, he was one of the quarterbacks at Jordan Palmer's uh, camp, right? So they, he was already mad. I mean, Mike Mitchell reported it that he would more than likely be signed to the uh, assigned to the defenders, right? So now you got Carolina picked him up uh, the beginning of this month. Well, beginning of last month, November fourteenth, right? Uh, and then. Literally, like, what, eight days later, <laughs> he cut. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. So, we'll see, though, man. But he was cut November 22nd. No word, official word has been put out yet whether or not he will be with the defenders. Um, we still waiting on that. But more than likely, report, reports were saying that uh, he will probably be assigned to uh, the defenders, right? So, uh, we'll, we'll follow that. Keep following that. I'm sure you will follow that. See what's going on with that. Did y'all have any uh, uh, was it comp- compensation picks? Complimentary no. picks? Nope. Uh, as far as quarterback, uh, yeah. Nope. Okay. Uh, Supp- these- what is that? The supplemental? What is that? Is that the supplemental draft or just supplemental like- draft? Yes. Okay. Cool. Supplemental draft. I want to get uh, that right. I guess. Um, I don't know. I just. I'm more of a three QB guy when it comes to spring football because I feel like. Everybody deserves an opportunity mm-hmm. when it comes to these spring leagues because you know you're in the spring league for you're in the spring league for a reason, right? You know, so that's why I feel like I'm a fan of teams that get more than two QBs. <clears throat> yeah, I got you. I agree. I agree. Uh, more opportunities, and then you just never know. Like, you know, you could select these quarterbacks. Um, whether two or three, four, whatever, like you can select those quarterbacks, but you know, with the spring football, you just want to know which quarterback is going to fit your system. So try out them all, try them all out. And then once, you know, those last, we get tricked, you know, those last little few weeks or whatever before the season start or the last few weeks before training camp, you'd be like, okay, cool. This is the quarterback that we want to start. This will be our backup. This will be our third stream, you know, et cetera. And then we'd be like, cool. We can kind of trickle down to letting, uh, letting that, assign starting quarterback uh run the offense how you know we wanted to, to run that offense so then you know the season goes on you know you just never know you might end up switching quarterbacks i think uh i think what in 2020 um it was a quarterback battle i can't remember who was the quarterback uh you might not you might know but in houston before uh pj walker was the starter it was a quarterback battle i don't know Connor Cook, there you go. See, it was a quarterback battle there, and then it and then it ended what? up being um, PJ Walker. And I'm sure it was a it was a couple. Uh, shoe, if you let I me, mean, if you want to say that, then we could also say 
shoot, Taylor Heineke could have started in, in St. Louis, but they was too much behind um, uh, Jordan Tomu. So you just never know, you know. It's, but I'm sure it was other teams that had quarterback, even in D.C., man. Remember, um, t- uh, what's my it's, man name? Uh, Tyree. Remember Tyree came in? Oh, yeah. Um, I remember over Cardell Jones. Cardell, after Cardell Jones started oh acting God. up, and it looked, it looked bad. <laughs> I mean, he started acting up, and it didn't look too good. And uh, Tyree came in, and he won us the game in, um, in St. Louis. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it just never – I don't want to say us because, like, now I'm a San, a San Antonio yeah. Promise fan. I don't want to be like <laughs> us, but I was a Defenders fan, man. Yeah, but, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why either, man. That's <laughs> that's my second team, man. I got I, I love them, man. I love my Defenders, but like I said, I'm a Promise fan. So now we got. I got season tickets. I'm front row, end zone, all that. All, that. all right, so <laughs> so let's jump into uh, um, Promise. Well, go ahead, go ahead. What you got? I, I, one more thing. I, I'm not a. I'm just not a fan of this, you know, assigning quarterbacks to teams. I, okay. You more so I of think, the draft? Yes. I think teams should have the freedom to choose their guy in the draft. Okay. Or else you don't want to be stuck with – look, quarterbacks in – I don't care what level of football you play in. Quarterback play matters. Oh, it yeah, really sure. does. It, it, it helps. If you do not have a good – roster around you but you have a good quarterback your chance it, it really just boosts up your chance of winning you probably still won't win but at least it gives you a, a fair shot agreed yeah and and as a coach you probably like man i mean you're probably not gonna say this in public but man this is the guy i'm working with this is really who i'm working with though i mean well I I, to, i'm just not a fan of that i have to bounce back on that a little bit mm-hmm. because um I get, I get what you're saying. Excuse me. I get what you're saying, but I think I'm more of a fan of assigning quarterbacks because you got to think these coaches have input on these quarterbacks that they selected on their team. Do you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah, so they they had input on these coaches. Um, that's the whole point of that, right? These mm-hmm. coaches, so they have a pool of quarterbacks that you know that they have to pick from. Coaches, it's not like oh they said oh this player is going here. This player's going here. This play, no coaches had input on who they wanted, according to what Coach Ward said. Like they had those input. That's what he said. He said they had input on who they wanted to pick for their team. And but this is the first meet and greet I went to. We that was one of the questions that I, that was asked. Like so, it's not like they just threw quarterbacks out there to any team. No, these coaches had input on who they wanted on their team, right? Um, so, you know, I, I agree, but then I also like, okay, well, these coaches, they selected who they want. So, I mean, you really can't be too mad about it, but at the same time, like I said, I agree, like have a big pool, just like how they do the draft, have a big pool of quarterbacks. Um, first round, just be all quarterback selections. You know what I'm saying? I think something like, uh, I'm sure that USFL did the same thing, like where they had quarterbacks assigned to those teams from coaches putting them players on that team. You know what I'm saying? So it yeah. wasn't like a draft. It was actually like coaches already in their mind had they want this player, it's they're gonna be assigned to this team. So that's why, you know, Mike Mitchell already had those reports on the XFL quarterbacks going to those teams. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I'll talk about the Brahmas, man. So uh the two quarterbacks that we selected um from the quarterback selection was Jawan Pass and Anthony Russo. Then you got Jack Cohen, Jack Cohen. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. And then Reed Sinet. 
that was uh, selected in the supplementary supplementary part of that quarterback selection um, after the actual draft. So, um, so yeah, man. So, so first, uh, Jawan passed, man. Uh, Louisville, he got he he got a uh, he was uh, selected to uh, Louisville. Um, so you mean played at Louisville? He played at Louisville. I said selected. Mm-hmm. He played at Louisville. <laughs> um, went to committed to it. Went to Louisville. <laughs> Um, and then in 20, so he, he got, he, he went to Louisville from 2017 to 2020. So, um, he spent four years there. He got hurt the last year, 2020. Right. So he got hurt. His last year, um, he did get hurt, but he was a career backup at Louisville. He never really got, um, a chance to really play and show what he got. But when he did, I looked at it. I looked at a little bit of his numbers, and okay. um, I I don't know. It just didn't really impress me. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, a lot of these quarterbacks, um, they were, if I'm second not mistaken, chances, second chances. It's like yeah, second chances. And he never got professional experience. This is never. his first ever professional experience. Never NFL. No NFL. No CFL. No spring. None of the spring leagues. No arena football. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting and not and keep in mind Jordan Palmer, they were in they went to his um quarterback school or whatever you call it, quarterback camp. I'm sorry. So <clears throat> we'll see because Jordan Palmer is known for you know turning chicken, you know what, to chicken soup. So let's <laughs> let's see what he got. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. But um uh, I'm I'm definitely curious to see uh you know how how it will look now. Coach Ward definitely was uh, mentioned in the meet and greet that he wanted a quarterback that can run. So mm. now I know that <laughs> Jawan Pass can run. Yeah. Now can he throw? That's the question. And looking at the stats, like like you said, you know it ain't looking too good. But you know it's the it's the league of opportunities, man. So you know this is make or break for him. So we'll see uh, what he look like um, come the season if he starts now that's the big question we don't know fans are saying Reeves to not or Reese Senate uh, I can't get his name right might start but I don't know too much about him um I don't know too much about uh none of these quarterbacks just from uh can of paint man but I also been doing research on them since we selected them and when it was mentioned that they was at uh Jordan Palmer's camp uh but also we got to mention too he played at Prairie View A&M so that's uh HBCU uh, he played his last year, 2021, um, there. And actually, man, that was his best year. I don't know why that was his best year. Maybe because of the competition. But um, I don't know, man. He he threw for 2,626 2, yards, man. The most, he, the most he's thrown um, his career. And also, he had the best. He, throw, he threw the most touchdowns um, when he went to Prairie View. So, I mean, he was best as your last outing. You know, his last outing was Prairie View, and he pretty much played okay, man. I don't know. Maybe the Louisville comp- competition was too 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 tough, and I don't know. Maybe maybe he played better when when he had better competition. I don't know, man. We'll see. So, so do you know if Prairie View is FCS or FBS? Uh, that should be FCS. It's HBCU, yeah. so FCS. Okay, yeah, FC FCS. Yeah. Uh, I, the quarterback that you know. The most interesting quarterback on this roster is probably Reed Sinet. 
Well, can we can, can we can we get to that first? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me talk. Let me let me let me talk, man. Let me talk. My bad. Right. I got too excited. My bad. Yeah, nah, you good, man. But um, so Jawan Pass was selected. Then we also had Anthony Russo. Now, I thought coming from Temple, I thought that he was, you know, following PJ Walker. But actually, PJ Walker left Temple in 2016, so it was a gap in between there mm-hmm. when um when Anthony Russo uh, became the starter. Um, and then he ended up transferring to uh, Michigan State. And it looked like he didn't really do too much at Michigan State. I don't know if he got hurt. I don't know if he um, was like a backup or something, maybe. Uh, but from the stats, you know, it looked like he's definitely started in Temple and then went to Michigan State and, I don't know, maybe played. I don't know, man. Maybe got hurt. I think he got hurt. I don't know. Uh, but, um uh, from his stats, it looks pretty much. I mean, he look. It looks good, but you really can't go off the stats, man. You really got to go off the eye test. And now, let me say this: I have looked at um a little highlights from each each player, and um, I mean, they, they the, you know on the highlights, man. You know, they always want to show the best plays. They're never going to show um yeah. what they've done bad. You know, it's a highlight tape. You want to show you know the best plays. So I really can't dissect. Um, how they play in style was if I don't look at full games. You know, you got to look at full games. You got to see the best. You got to see the worst. And then the next thing you would do is go off the stats, like I said. But from the stats, man, um, I mean, he, his rating is – all his all his years, his rating been over 120, 125. Well, 117. I'm sorry. It's been over 117. But I can't really add Michigan State because it didn't like he played that much. But definitely in Temple, he, he went crazy in Temple. <laughs> uh his best year was 2019. He threw for 2,800 yards, 21 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. So, um, do you know anything about Anthony Russo? Um, no, I actually do not. Okay. Back up. Maybe in Michigan State, maybe. I think he was because there's another quarterback from Michigan State that's on the exit for roster that played in that same year, and he put up numbers. So, I think okay. he was back up. Okay. So I want to know why he would go from Michigan, uh, from Temple to Michigan State and be back up. You know, that's a question that I need to answer for myself. I need to make sure I look that up. Why? Yeah. Why did he transfer to Michigan? Why State? did he transfer? Yeah. yeah. Um. But I know why Jawan Pass transferred. Like I said, he got hurt. Um. And I already know once he got hurt, you know, he got to rehab and get back. You know, back great. But I guess you know they moved forward in Louisville. And he had to go elsewhere and wanted to, you know, get tape. So, you know, to go to Prairie View, get tape, right? Um, next we got uh I wanna make sure I'm saying his name right. Jack Coan or Coan. I I've been calling him Jack Cohn. Jack <laughs> Cohn? Yeah. Whichever one, you know, I'm cool <laughs> with it. <laughs> we'll we'll um, we'll find out his name. Yeah, we'll definitely find out his name. But uh um, so it looks like he uh, played college at Wisconsin, right? Um, 2019, 2017 to 2019. It. He didn't play 2020. Game. Oh, so he started in, he started Wisconsin, played uh-huh. 2017, 2018, 2019, didn't play 2020, and then uh, he went to Notre Dame uh, 2021. So that was his last year, 2021 Notre Dame. Like he bought out at Notre Dame too. It looked like it, man. He played 13 yeah. games. He played a full season. He went 11-2. Um, 
25 touchdowns, touchdowns, seven touchdowns, over 3,000 yards. Yeah, I mean, it's looking promising. He, he, I mean, he might, but I think so. He had he he went he was on the coach practice squad, um, or off season they picked him up and then uh, he went undrafted, and then he was waived a couple months later. So maybe he did off he did practice squad work, whatever. But um, I don't know, man. He he looks from so far between those three quarterbacks that we've been over. He's probably had the best college career. Now, you know, it's different when and – and, and it's also Notre Dame, so it's not like they ain't playing no good talent. So they playing good talent. Um, mm-hmm. So it looks the most promising to me. I mean, we'll see what he looks like. Uh, and his highlights was pretty cold, pretty, pretty cold to me, man. He looked, he looked pretty, pretty spot on. But we just never know what, you know, he would look like on an actual – you know, against better competition because these are all – you know, XFL will be, you know, the top notch of the next level. So we 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 will see, man. We will see what he looked like. But like I said, his it's hard to tell any negative if they, you know, in his highlights take they show all the good stuff. So um and then last we got Reed uh Senate. I'm gonna say Senate. I'm not gonna say Senate. I'm gonna say Senate. I think it's Senate. What you think? Uh, I think it's Senate. Senate. Okay, cool. I'll take Senate. <laughs> um now this is the guy that fans are raving about. They do believe, and I've heard multiple times. I'm in the XFL San Antonio Brahmas group, and they've raved about Reed Sinet. They're <laughs> saying that he has the most uh, pro experience, meaning like off-season practice squad. So he's been around the pro on a pro level the most, which is true. Um, maybe yes. that comes with experience. That is true. Yeah, maybe that comes with experience, but he also had a good uh, senior season in college as well. Um, mm-hmm. Over thirty five thousand, over thirty five hundred yards, thirty two touchdowns, and ten interceptions. So, I don't know, man. What you think about him? I think he's very interesting, and that was his only year of starting in college football. He, very interesting. Yeah, he got picked up by Tampa Bay. He went on draft and got picked up by Tampa Bay, but he didn't make it to the preseason Miami and Philadelphia that's when he played in preseason but he did make the final roster so yeah um I think yeah interesting quarterback indeed um we'll see what he's got <laughs> I'm curious man because I know like I said I know excuse me I know coach Ward definitely said that he wanted to have a running quarterback so I don't know, man. We 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 gotta see, man. We gotta see because it's it's very it's very curious. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they will have a couple, maybe like a dual dual threat quarterback type thing. Like when you got a quarterback that can come in like a Taysom Hill, um, and you know do damage on on, on foot, but then also have a quarterback that can throw. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm curious to see what uh what what Coach Ward got cooked up. Um, with our offense got cooked up, man. But um, uh, uh, that'll be that'll be something to to look forward to. Uh, next, we want uh, we could jump into uh, the other quarterbacks that was drafted. Um, and if you if if you know a quarterback that was picked in the supplementary draft, then you can mention them. But we could start with the Renegades, uh, Drew Plitt and Kyle Slaughter. Now I know Kyle Slaughter because he played for the uh, <laughs> the New Orleans Breakers, so. Uh, he looked decent there, so uh, 
what you think about the Renegades quarterback room? Um, <laughs> uh, I think this is going to be Kyle Slaughter's job to lose. Uh, Ooh, I don't. Okay. I I don't know too much about Drew Plitt and Kevin Anderson. That's the other quarterback that was. Uh, I think he was taken as well. No, nah, he was. He was um, supplementary. Yeah, sub, That's what I was about to say. Supplementary. Uh, I don't. Yeah, again, I I don't know too much. So, what about you think Drew about Plitt. what you think about uh, Kyle Slaughter's uh, performance on the field, though? Because, like I said, his last outing was New Orleans Breakers. How do you, how do you think he looked uh, at the Breakers? I think he was well. I can say that he was the best quarterback in the USFL. I can say that. I think he was. He was. Uh, so in not, terms so of not, numbers, so not, in terms of stats. So not because, my guy. Not my guy in Birmingham. Man, Jamar. No, Jamar Davis was like, he's like the Jimmy G of USFL. He's he just he just finds ways to win, but he's not fundamentally sound he will throw passes that like you be like oh, oh jamar why? smith jamar why? smith you said jamar, jamar davis. davis yeah it's jamar davis smith that's his full name that's what oh they, okay okay yeah. okay i thought it was just jamar smith <laughs> right. i i yeah I, I mean he was good he just found, found ways to win because he just had a great team around him and he the team was asking him to do much so um, but hey, he won a championship. Kyle Slaughter didn't. He, matter of fact, he was one and done. But I think what happened with Kyle Slaughter is that he got he injured his knee and he tried to play through the whole season with it. That's okay. what happened with Kyle Slaughter. But even even with that, he was the, statistically the best quarterback in the league. So you think the Renegades got a good quarterback in Slaughter? I, I really do think they got a good quarterback in Slaughter. The question is, who do they have? What's, what do their coaching staff looks like? Can their coaching staff get the best out of them? That's the key. That's that's key because um, Bob Stoops is a defensive coach. Got to keep that in mind. He doesn't mess with the offense like that. So, and Mummy is not there no more because he got in trouble in the offseason. I'm not familiar with the <laughs> offensive coordinator. So, we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious, man. I think he'll do good, man. Um, like I said, his last outing was the Breakers, and he he looked um pretty decent, man. Pretty decent. Um, so then we got um the the Roughnecks, man. Caleb Ellaby and Brandon Silvers. Now, I can't stand Brandon Silvers, man. I cannot stand him. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I just don't like him, man. I don't like him. He's not good to me. You forgot one quarterback, though. Go ahead. Who's the supplement? This must have been supplemental. So who you Cole, Cole McDonald. Okay. Cole McDonald from Hawaii, about, right? Hawaii, yep, right? The most talked about quarterback. So now since offseason. we know, since we know that Brandon Silvers is there, and we know that Cole McDonald was there, who you think starting? I'm going with Cole McDonald. Ah, you know what? I think Brandon Silvers might start. You know, funny to say that, but and we're gonna oh. revisit this. But I just I got a feeling, man. They love spring leagues love Brandon Silvers, man. Please tell me why. Please, I need to know. <laughs> spring leagues love Brandon Silvers, man. I follow Look. him from the AAF because well, he played in Memphis, right? Um, yes, he did play in Memphis. AAF, he was Memphis. really 
he came in for Giant Manziel because he got injured and he looked he looked good. He he looked pretty good in my opinion. Man, I thought, then you go, nope, nope, I don't want to hear that. He did look then good. Go, man, what? you know the, the AAF rules though. You couldn't rush. You couldn't send blitzes. That's why. Did you know that? But quarterbacks still struggled and the O line still struggled. It yeah, didn't matter. I agree, but I'm just saying, like he had more time. He could have. You know, he could have had more time. Like, I've, I I didn't like that. Okay, now, granted, if you say he looked good coming, I got it. I mean, I didn't like it, period. I, I just was like, bro, please. If, if Cole – I would say this. If Cole McDonald wasn't on this roster, I think Brandon Silvers will be the starter. But Cole McDonald is on this roster. I think so you think he's going to start? We, he will win this starting position. Cole McDonald is the truth. Okay. Have we you seen his stats? I, I seen it, and I actually seen his highlights too. His highlights, he he has an arm. No, I mean I've seen I've seen highlights. I know I know that he's he's got an arm, bro. Like he he's not bad, but I I'm I'm not I'm I'm not disagreeing with you about Cole McDonald. I'm just saying like spring leagues love Brandon Silver. Okay. I don't understand why yeah, he always ends up on the roster, man. Well, uh, one he has experience. I think you're going to value that in spring leagues. You want a quarterback with professional experience. Um, other than that, I can't really tell you why. I, I don't think he's as bad as you're making him to no, be. Man. He's a pretty solid quarterback. Watch he start. Watch. He's not going to start. Watch. You can't start him. He's Look, first of all, Cole McDonald is younger. He has hype to him. He has a he's he has an arm. And that's probably you why can't they turn that down. Him, that's probably why they would start Silvers because he's got the experience. Like he's the veteran. Like he's so does Cole McDonald. Cole McDonald he, got he got. First of all, Cole McDonald played for two NFL teams. I think that's gonna that's that's gonna really help him in his case. He has CFL experience and he has T, he had he has spring league experience. The spring league. I'm talking about like the um, the other league that. Happened a couple years ago, the spring league. <laughs> Memphis so, Express, and then he was on Seattle Dragons. Right, and I, I'm I was talking about Cole McDonald, but yeah, oh Brandon, McDonald, my fault. My yeah, fault. yeah, he has he played for two NFL teams. Brian Silver's only played for one NFL team, and that was the Jets. Right. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I, I think I, I'm a huge fan of Cole McDonald. I can't believe, um. I can't believe it. I think XFL did for the, the right thing. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. And then XFL did the right thing with giving this guy a shot and uh, looking at him. And he, it was just a lot of hype. Everybody was talking about him in social media. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, I'm glad see. He's we'll see what, he, we'll see what we'll he's see. got because, you know, even it's been a lot of, you know, hype around some guys and they just don't live up to it. That's just how it goes, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see. I'm really excited for Cole McDonald. Let's go. Okay. Um, then we got the Vegas Vipers, man. Um, Jalen McClendon and my guy, man, my guy, Luis Perez. Luis Perez. <sighs> Luis Perez. <laughs> Any supplemental uh, quarterbacks? Nope, no supplemental, no supplemental quarterbacks here. So they went Sorry. elsewhere with the with the supplemental picks. They went elsewhere. Right. They probably went another position, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, man. I I now 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 this is where it gets messy, because rumors have it 
that Brian Scott may go to the Vipers. So we won't really have a quarterback battle in Vegas between Luis Perez I, and I Brian don't. Scott. You can't sleep on Scott. Luis Perez, man. I know, I know, I know how Dude. Brian Scott. I know he's a dog, but we can't sleep on Luis Perez. Perez. Man. He's a winner. Stop. Oh my goodness, Stop. man! He's a winner. Like he <laughs> stop bro, when he was with. <laughs> When he was with um, the okay. the Guardians, he was, New York Guardians, they was winning games. When he came okay. in, we didn't see like enough something. of him. We didn't see enough of him. In, and then, in, uh, and then, even when he played with the uh, uh, Birmingham Iron, he was pretty. He was okay. He was pretty okay. Right. He played for New Jersey, the uh, USFL New Jersey. Generals. He played for the Generals. He played okay. So I mean, you can't deny. But that's that's the thing. That's yes. Perez, yes. Okay. Man. Luis Perez is a Act solid like quarterback. You know who you talking about, man? Luis Perez, let's go. It's like no, nah, but I mean, I think if I think if Brian Scott, if definitely if Brian Scott get picked up by the uh, Vipers, man, I think he'll start easy. But I mean, I, I'm ready for the battle. Like I want to see that. I don't think it's gonna be a battle. I'm sorry, <laughs> Louis. This is my opinion about Luis Perez. He's a solid quarterback, but that's it. A solid spring league quarterback. Hey, you know, you know, he uh used to bowl, right? And he told himself how to be a quarterback. Right, like through YouTube. YouTube. It's a very yeah. inspiring story. But yes, man, be inspired. He's just... he gonna start, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, look, it's he's just a solid quarterback. That's it. If he if he wants to start, he better hope Brian Scott does these nah, Brian Scott rumors are true. That's are true. If if not, I think he's going to win the starting position. But look, Luis Perez is just a solid quarterback, and that's it. He's never really showed me. He, he never really impressed me that he can make he can take his game to this to the next level. He can't really. Yeah, he's just mid to me. Okay. Did they uh he said no supplement? Okay, so next we got Orlando Guardians, Quentin Dormady. Dormady. I'm gonna say Dormady. That looks look like Dormady. <laughs> and DeAndre Francois. Did any supplemental players? Mitch Kidd. I don't know who that is, but DeAndre Francois. Um, I follow him a little bit. Um, he played Florida State. Um, he also played in the FCF. So pretty solid quarterback, man. I think he will probably start in in Orlando. Um, I, like I said, I can't really speak on the Quentin guy and the Mitch guy, but Francois, I can see him more than likely starting in Orlando. What's your thoughts on uh, Orlando quarterback? Um, I think this is going to be DeAndre Francois' team um, position to lose. Really, uh, Quentin Dormati. I've seen his stats. He didn't play much at Tennessee, but when he did, he got his opportunity in um, his senior year. And he didn't really impress me with his with his stats. But again, you never know with these leagues. So, But DeAndre Francois played all years, and he's been talked about, but he never made it to the NFL. 
Um, I forgot why. I think it's because he declined. He his numbers started declining, as in, uh, as the years went by. But yeah, FC, he he does have FCF experience, TSL experience. Exactly. Yeah, he does have professional experience though. Um, Mitch the. I'm about to say Mitch the kid. <laughs> Mitch Mitch kid went to the Anza University, and that's a Division three school. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What's his stat uh, look like? You know. He only he only played one year. He only threw for 447 yards. Okay. So I um he did play in the FCF. I heard he he was he did pretty good at the FCF. And he also has arena football experience in the NAL. I'm not sure what team because I don't keep up with the NAL. But, yeah, so that's another uh, interesting quarterback in the XFL. Okay. If he's good, I guess. Some some players to look out for. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But if he's good, then I guess we can call him Mr. Kid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just as as we said before, and as Danny and DJ been saying, it's like it's the league of opportunity, man. So you just never know; he might get in the camp and light it up. So, um, we'll see, though, man. Then we got um, Seattle Sea Dragons. Okay, we got your guy, man, Ben DiNucci. <laughs> oh my God, ben <laughs> and Steven Montez, and any supplemental draft uh, quarterbacks? Um, no, no supplemental quarterbacks here. Okay, so Ben DiNucci. Now we all know. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, there is. I'm sorry. Oh. Hold on. Hold that thought. Um, Brian Lewerke. That's the quarterback oh, I was talking okay, to you okay. about that also went to Michigan State. And I guess he won a starting job from uh what's what's your quarterback's name? Anthony Russo. Anthony Russo, yep. He I seen his stats, man. He looked pretty good at Michigan State. Okay. Um, so what's your thoughts on that room? Um, I think Steven Montez will win this job. Okay, even maybe, though maybe Ben DiNucci. Uh, I'll admit I, I didn't but, but like got, him in Dallas. You got Ben DiNucci got NFL experience. Then you got Brian Lewerke got NFL experience as well. Yes, was, and so does Steven Montez. Okay, so they you got a whole room full of players that got NFL experience, mm-hmm. pro experience. So. That's a that's a that's an interesting room, man. That's an interesting room. So now you got you got players that you have to choose from that you want to start. I think Ben DiNucci might start, but you saying Steven Montez? Yes, because I think Steven Montez has a he has a, he has the arm strength to make throws that I don't think Ben DiNucci can even dream of making, honestly. So <laughs> <laughs> dang, I seen him emotional play. damage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I seen this man play in Dallas. He looked awful. The offense had no chance of moving the ball when he played in Dallas. I, I heard he he played in James Madison. He got the Dallas Cowboys job because Mike McCarthy had connections with Ben DiNucci. That's why they drafted him. Allegedly. Uh, uh, yeah, allegedly. But I don't put anything past Mike McCarthy. So... Um, <clears throat> I think again, 
if I'm not mistaken, it was Ben DiNucci, one of the guys who was at um, Jordan Palmer's quarterback camp. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I think I, I can see Ben DiNucci starting, but it's it's it can go either way, man. It can honestly go either way. We got three quarterbacks. This is probably the most experienced room. But I think this is the most quarterback-friendly offense because you know who's their offensive coordinator? June Jones, right? Exactly. So, I don't know. We'll see because I, I really do think Seattle will be the most fun team to watch in the XFL just for that reason. June Jones and that run-and-shoot offense. Okay, and then we got the Battle Hawks. We got AJ McKern, Ryan Willis, and did we have any uh, supplemental quarterbacks drafted? Give me AJ McCarron as a starting QB. Was there any supplemental quarterback drafted? Yes, Nick Tiano. I don't know. You know who that is? Um, quarterback, quarterback from Chattanooga. Um, I do not know who that is. Honestly, I have no nothing on him, but I do know that he did play for. In the NFL for the Houston Texans. CFL uh, look like too. Yeah, CFL for Montreal, and that's it. Okay. So then we got uh so I know AJ McCurran has NFL experience, right? He's a champion. He's a four time champion too at Alabama. Four time? Four time. So who you got starting though? That's the question. Give me you AJ McCurran. You know Give you me- got you know you got Ryan Willis though, and you know you seen how he played, and he got an NFL experience. Yeah, yeah, but I Asian you seen McCarran, how he you seen how he played though, right? I know yes. you watched the TSL, and he lit it up. So let's 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 go ahead, man. That'll be yeah, a good but, battle okay. though. That's another good battle. AJ McCarron, AJ McCarron will win. He has, first of all. He's actually made it through preseason multiple times as a backup quarterback in the NFL. Okay, I, that's why that's a big reason why I think AJ McCarron will win this start, starting um, QB position. Okay, I could be wrong though. He but, does have the most experience between those two, but mm-hmm. but you but but you looking at it, you know, he's thirty two. He's thirty two. Yes. Yep. What we I talking mean, about? If I'm AJ McCarron. What we I talking mean, about? This is op- <laughs> I'm trying to get you to what we talking about. I'm just saying, you know. And then you got you got Ryan Willis at 26, the youth, man. What we talking about? You got a 26-year-old quarterback with little, you know, little to minimal, you know, experience, but then you have AJ McCurran that has a track record and he's 32. What are we talking about? Okay. So I'm just asking you, that, you know his opinion. Yeah, I um I think again, yeah, this is AJ McCarron's job to lose. Okay. That's how I, that's how I see it. And, and you know their offensive coordinator. The I think Ryan Willis will be the starter. Okay, yeah. Th- okay, yeah, we got a disagreement here. <laughs> that's cool. Hey, we that's, cool. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. We got something to, something to follow. We're going to have something to follow. That, I do believe I do believe Ryan Willis will start. He's a dog. Yo. And he got the youth. This matters, man. Like AJ McCarron has been, but he's thirty-two, man. He's my age. (laughs) He's my age. He's done, man. I think this was just like you know what they you know what they did to AJ McCarron. What? What they do? They they uh Brian Hoard him. (laughs) They Brian Hoard. 
they brung him in just for veteran experience to 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 to, to train and to teach Ryan Willis the ropes. That's what they did. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> so look, okay, but you know who the offensive coordinator? You remember um, Bruce Gorkowski? Talk to me. Bruce Gorkowski was the uh, backup quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Oh, Gorkowski. Okay, cool, cool. I know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And That's and Raiders. Cool. And guess what? AJ McCarron and him were teammates when they were at Cincinnati. When he but was guess what though? So I think. I think that's gonna also play a role in um why they drafted AJ McCarron too. So guess, well, they didn't draft what, him, but like guess what though? What what you about to say? Ryan Willis gonna start. Look, this if you've been a backup for more than five years in the NFL and consistently make preseason, make it out the preseason as a backup, that says something, man. That says something. So man, you have to. I'm just being honest, man. <laughs> I'm just being honest. So no, nah, you're not being honest. You're being biased. That's what it's. <laughs> nah, I'm just like. saying. I, I I don't see them. But anyway, we go. We go. Look, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna say that conversation mm-hmm. for the time when training camps come to an end, and we're gonna we're gonna come back and revisit this. We're gonna be like, bet this is what our synopsis came up to. This is what happened. This is who. Starting, this is who won the battle. Did did it right there. Bet cool. Got it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Bet. Deal. All right. We'll, so we'll see who's right and who's wrong. Bet. Got it. All right. Now we I know we went a little longer than expected. So this is we're gonna we're gonna just run down this real quick. We're gonna run down these names of notable players. Um, and then you can just let me know uh who sticks out to you. The most, right? And I know yeah. it's a couple players that sticks out to me, right? And yeah. I'll, you know, so Raheem Moore, safety for Arlington Renegades. Oh, they got Raheem Moore. Ain't that yeah. Renegade guy? I mean, ain't that the uh, defenders? Yeah. Yo, I think he led the league in picks. He might have. So and he, um, he XFL two point oh. Oh, that was my favorite player on the defenders. Wow, I didn't know they. That's one. But see, I didn't again. I didn't keep up with the draft. I was in school. I only kept up with some of the some of it. So I didn't know that um Arlington got uh Rocky Moore. Yeah, okay. So right. Arlington Damn. also got Will Hill. Will Hill, former Orlando Apollo. He was really good. Safety. Yep. Yeah. Okay. TJ Green, another safety. Not too much about him. Cool. Got it. I don't know what that is. Now my guy, man, I thought I wanted to. I wanted us to drive him so bad, man. I'm so blown. Talk about Jamil Andrews. No, man, I don't even know who that is that you just said. Andrew Jamil. <laughs> oh, Andrew Jamil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. He got uh he got drafted by Orlando. Yeah. Um, I wanted him too as well. So it was only two players I really, really, really wanted: Andrew Jamil and Marquette King. Marquette. Oh, punter. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, chill, That's so chill, 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 man. Look, <laughs> my cat came, my guy, though. So uh, he went to the Renegades as well. Um, Rock. He should be in the NFL. I don't know why I NFL know. sleeping on him. I know. Raquel Armstead, running back, DC defender. I think that was our. Uh, I don't know. I think, no, that wasn't our first pick. But nope, yeah. Our first, the pick first Abram Smith. Yes. Running and back I am, from Bay. Boy, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Because yeah. know you hype. His numbers at Baylor his last year. Hold up, chill, 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 because we got Jacquez Patrick. Chill out. Don't do that. 
Well, let me finish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to me, talk to me. <laughs> we got Jaquez Patrick, boy. Number one overall. Not overall, but new overall pick in the first round. San Antonio Brahmas. Put some respect on the number one overall pick. This no, man had 1,600 yards in college football, which I don't know why the hell nobody talked about in um, Did he get drafted? last year. Last year. No, he didn't. I think no, I don't. I'm not sure if he got drafted or not. But he he was on. The, he played preseason for the New Orleans Saints. He had over 1,600 yards rushing at Baylor. His last season, six and six touchdowns. Oh, Come on, undrafted. man, 1,600 yards. Exactly. What, what? I don't know why. Why is he? I guess he didn't really impress in preseason or whatever, but. Man, 1,600 yards and at any level, man, that's owning college football. No, I got you, man. I, I got you. And it, says you don't... He, it says he got signed by the Saints in the offseason in May right. and then got waived on my birthday, August 22nd. So I mean, August 28th. So that's kind of – That's wild to me. So we'll see that, and man. You I'm, got, I'm, I'm you... interested, though. All of our running backs have NFL experience. I, I – again – this is going to fit in so well with uh, Reggie Barlow because he likes to run RPOs, which means you're going to be you got to have some sort of running offense. You got Raquel Armstead, a solid running back from Jacksonville. Abram Smith, number one pick, sixteen hundred yards <clears throat> at Baylor, and I'm uh, I'm excited to see that tantrum in um in DC. But you had um. What was the guy named that was our running back? Pump. Um, what was I know the, what you're talking about. Um, he played for San Diego State. Jerome Presley? No, not Presley. Um, the other one. The short one. I, I know what you're talking name. about, too. But he he had held the records, too. So, we'll see, though. Because, I mean, like, you're talking about. But he didn't. Okay, but he didn't play good competition in college, though. That's, that's yeah. why it's a little bit different. Because Abram gotcha. Smith played in the Big 12. I think he played like in um in the he same. Hmm? He played in Baylor. Yeah, Baylor's Big Twelve. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I can't remember his name, but he played for San Diego State, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, and I, that was... I can't remember his name though. He, but he, he held, he, 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 played, he was good, San Diego State. But I look, I, I felt, I felt like uh. Jarrell Presley played better in our uh well in the defenders offense in 2012-2020. Yeah. It's a whole different offense now though. So yeah. Um Deontay <laughs> Burnett, wide receiver, uh Diego Faggot. Um oh, it's for go. It's for go. Oh, for go, my fault. <laughs> don't don't cancel me. <laughs> don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. But no, Diego for go. I remember watching him in the East West Shrine games. And, and so he was a dog? Yes. He's a, I remember he put a big hit on a running back from the East West Shrine games. I was really pumped for that. He actually balled out. I think he had like at least five tackles in that game as well. Diego Fogo uh, from Navy, local in the DMV. So cool. definitely rooting for him. And I forgot who, who, what team picked him up. It was Orlando. The Roughnecks. Right? Okay. Houston. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, their um head coach is Wade Phillips, so defense. Yep, um, and a, a good one at that. <clears throat> okay, we got Martavis Bryant, veteran. Martavis Bryant, 
NFL experienced veteran was a really Vikings. good receiver for Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, I remember you still remember that catch they made and on um, the playoffs where he had to catch it like in between his legs. Man. <laughs> I remember that dog, catch. Man. That's a dog. And then you got uh Matt Jones running back. He back. He Matt plays Jones. For the Battle Hawks. Yep. Yeah, Matt time, Jones. 2020. So now he with the Vipers. Then uh, Vipers also got Vic Beasley, man. Mm, yeah, Vic Beasley. Uh Hey, that could be it. That's an early defensive player of the year uh, prediction right there. Okay, I like that. Um, Cody Lattimore, wide receiver for the Guardians. Matt Elam back, safety for the Guardians. Um, Kalen Balazs is back, running back, San Antonio. Kalen Balazs was a solid running back for Miami. I think he would do very well in, um, in XFL. So that's a, that's, that's a good one-two punch, right? Yes. Um. And um, some what other team? Names. This was San Antonio. Um, Did you talk about uh, Las Vegas, right? Which one? Or no, that San Antonio. Oh, Kalen Balazs, it's San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also picked up Brad Wing. Um, punter. Yep. Uh, Sterling Hoffacher, punter as well for Battle Hawks. PJ Hall, D tackle for the Dragons. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julian Porter, offensive lineman for the Seattle Dragons as well. See Dragons. So, um, those are the notable little quick list of the notable players, man. Um, so what's you what's your what's your thoughts on the overall? Who you who you who you got with from rosters, man? Who you got? I think the Vipers and the Guardians might. So uh, I noticed that you didn't mention uh, guys like Katie Cannon and Jazz Ferguson. Okay, that's not on this list. So I mean, anybody else you, you notable like? But they, <laughs> he was in the exit. They were both well, not both. Ferguson them, was for, played for the uh, Renegades. Yeah, Jazz Ferguson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said Katie. And Katie Cannon. Katie Cannon was a dog at Baylor. Yeah, I mean, like, like this, is just the list that I'm grabbing off the off the site, mm-hmm. uh, off one of the sites. But um, if you know some other ones, like, I mean, you can shoot them. But Andrew and Jamil wasn't on here, but he's going to be a okay. dog for the Guardians, man. No, I, I remember you were talking about him. I just thought that you would just put him on the list. Oh yeah, nah, yeah, he he gonna be. A but dog I seen him. I seen him play. He's a man. I, I don't think there's not a single route this man can't run. Man, he he's a dog, and he don't yeah. drop a lot of passes. So. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, I think that's it, man. I think that's oh, it for this. No, episode. you forgot another one. Tell him, tell me. Austin Pro. Oh yeah, Austin Pro. <laughs> for St. Louis, he plays for St. Louis now, not Seattle. Yep, Austin Pro, <clears throat> Ricky Pro's son. Yep. Um. So yeah, man. I think I think I think we did a good little um, rendition of this episode. Um. Talking about the draft, talking about the players, talking about notable players, talking about quarterbacks. So, um, yeah, man, I think uh, I think we did good. I think this is this will cut the episode. We've been talking for a little minute, but uh, I hope we covered everything uh, that we wanted to cover. Um, I think we'll catch y'all next time. Maybe we'll get an episode in after. We get some more big news, like maybe uh, jerseys. We could talk about the jerseys they come out. We could talk about um, um, jerseys. What else? What else we could talk about? And it, it, it honestly, man, it's just whatever comes out, man, we could talk about anything that come out. Any big news? Oh, any marketing? Any uh, deals? Um, I know we probably, um. 
see Under Armour take over the league because I see the the coaches having Under Armour gear on. They wouldn't be sporting Under Armour gear if they won't be if the jerseys won't be sponsored by Under Armour. So that's my think my thinking. Um, but I think the next big episode we'll have is probably the jerseys for sure. Um, but definitely want to cover uh, any other big news that come out. Um, but yeah, man. Any other words you got to say? Uh, no. Okay, just no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we'll catch y'all next one, man. Be safe, enjoy life, love, happiness, and um, see y'all on the next one. Yes, sir. And Defenders Nation, don't forget, man. Heads up, shields up. Nah, man, we don't like that. Hey, San Antonio Brahmas, horns forward. Join the stampede. Come to the the den. No, we ain't the den. Come to the the ranch. That's what we call the Alamo Dome, the ranch. This is we we, we doing it here. We we out here, man. We horns forward, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. For the love of football, Ready? Uh, it's time for victory. Uh, we making history. Uh, we the new big thing.